You're listening to Motherhood Unstressed, the podcast that talks all about the realities of being a mom in today's world, but also gives you practical takeaways for making the ride as fun and stress-free as possible. The way we live life is an art. I'm here to remind you of the power you already have to create a truly beautiful life. And if you like what you hear, if it resonates with you, please don't hesitate to leave a five-star review. This helps us get the message out to more and more women and help more and more moms. Thanks. Stephanie Radler is a mom and doula living in New York City. She takes us through why having a doula is life-changing for a mother and her child. She gives us tips for creating a regret-free labor experience and shares why having a doula assist a laboring mother serves an instinctual need for support and love during this special and challenging time in our lives. Well, hey guys, um, I'm here today with a very special guest, Miss Stephanie Radler, and she's a doula. She's an advocate for mindfulness and movement, and her role basically is to help women in the process of labor and birth, and then that period after that. So I'm so excited that you're here, Stephanie. I'm, I'm thrilled to be getting this message out and to normalize the idea of a doula in the, in the modern birth experience. So thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me, Liz. So why don't we get started? Um, why don't you just give us a little bit about your background, who you are, where you're from, and uh, how you got into this? Sure. Um, so, well, I grew up in New Jersey and um, had two little children. I mean, really babies when um, we moved into New York City. So I've been um, here in the city for over 20 years. Uh, and I started practicing yoga when my children were quite young. And I fell in love with the experience and um observe the changes and the benefits from the practice, which led me uh, eventually to take a teacher training. And so um, years ago, I was an English teacher, and then I took a number of years off to raise my children. And when it was time to go back to work, I decided, oh, I'd rather teach yoga. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, so I went and um, started on that path, and I have been teaching a few years, and there were lots of pregnant moms coming to my class, and I was kind of scared of them. What do I do with these women? <laughs> so I decided to take a prenatal yoga training, and that um, really brought me to what I think is my calling. Um, so I was teaching prenatal yoga for a couple years, fell in love with the community, working with the moms. And then it was a holiday season and they were coming to me saying that their OB wanted to induce them because mm -hmm. either he or she was going on vacation. Oh, yeah. So I thought, hmm, this doesn't sound right to me. So I knew there was more I could do to support women, which is why I became a doula. And so now I have the great honor and um, pleasure of supporting women and couples during labor and birth. Um, so I work with them prenatally, um, bring a lot of mindfulness into the prenatal meetings and simple techniques that really can support us well during the labor, especially when it gets more intense. Um, we talk about positions that'll you know make the mom feel more comfortable um and creating a environment um where she can feel safe so that she can relax 
and do what she needs to do. Um, so I've been a doula now since 2009. Interestingly, my um, doula association, Donas, Doulas of North America, was founded the year my second child was born, and that was back in 1992. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so doulas have been around for a while. Um, now we're a pretty common sight on the labor and delivery room here in New York City in the hospitals. And I attend with OBs as well as midwives. Mm. So for those listening who have never heard the word doula, have no clue what it is, what's a very basic description or, you know, definition of that? Okay, so a doula provides physical and emotional support. It's that simple. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have no clinical responsibility, um, like an OB or a midwife. We're there to um, give hands-on massage, work with acupressure points, um, encourage the mom, encourage the partner. Sometimes my role is to really step in and um, talk to the mom. Other times I'll make a suggestion to the partner and say, hey, why don't you guys try this? Mm -hmm. Um, Early in labor, actually, I do a lot of phone contact. So ideally they're at home and they're enjoying this early labor period. And maybe we're texting or we're on the phone and, hey, why don't you guys take a nap? Have you eaten? Are you staying hydrated? So it's, um, I'm, I see my role as a team member and also as a resource. So we, we work prenatally um, to figure out what it is they want, what's really important to them. And as a doula, I'm there to support that and protect that. I think that's so crucial what you just said, because, you know, this is, I mean, especially for a first time mom, you're going into this, you have no real idea what to expect. You know, there is an element of fear. Um, and then just to have that calming presence, you know, cause your partner is in the same boat as you. I mean, even if they've had children from a previous marriage, you know, who knows what that situation was like. So to have a woman who, who is just really, you know, like a friend and is there and has, is sees this day in and day out and is, you know, not, has no agenda, is just really there to support you. I mean, that's immensely helpful for a woman. I mean, I had a, I had a doula with my first birth um, with Nash and I tell you what, like I had a beautiful natural water birth. Um, I was really, I feel like mentally prepared, but just to have her, um, as a resource, like when I, when I was going into early labor and I was texting her and I was like, well, you know, they're this far apart, the contractions, um, you know, I feel okay. And she said things like you said, like, well, go rest, you know, you can take a shower, take a bath. And, you know, she just made it like, it's going to be okay. Like this happens every single day. You're fine. Like just, you know, keep in contact with me and then I'll meet you at the hospital when it's time. And it was just for me, like, such a weight off, you know, and I could really then focus on the birth itself and putting all of my energy into meeting my child and being there to deliver him. Um, and so it really, she really was an amazing presence throughout the whole birth and just leading up on two. And then even after she stayed for a little bit. So <clears throat> I really think, I mean, that's really why I wanted to have this podcast too, to talk to you is because I know how transformative it was for me and how special it was for me to have her there. And it's not like I really knew her that well, but it was like, 
in that moment, we were connected and she was there to support me and I felt supported and it changed my birth experience. It made it amazing and memorable and not scary and not traumatic. So I guess, um, yeah, like, I guess leading into my next question, even if a woman, you know, does not want to have anything to do with natural birth, (laughs) how can you support her and how can you be there for her? How can you still make that experience a positive one? Uh, Well, so while a number of my clients choose to have um, a natural birth, I often call it an unmedicated birth. Mm. Um, I'm there to support whatever birth it is they want to create. I have moms come to me and say, you know what, I really think I'm going to get the epidural. And so we talk about the various options. Um, And sometimes choosing an epidural is the right decision. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of my role as a doula, excuse me, is to, um, as we're making our way through labor, um, to remind the the woman and the couple, hey, this is what we talked about. And to really um, encourage them to pause, check in. Is this really what I want to do? Um, so um, I aim to have my clients feel like they have a um, satisfying birth experience and that after baby's born, there's no second guessing, oh, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think whether we're choosing that natural birth or um, some form of um, intervention, um, the presence of a woman is very helpful. Um, We provide constant companionship. So say the couple's been laboring at home um, for 12, 14 hours, and then we meet up either in the home or at the hospital, the partner might be tired or has to eat. And so he can scoot out, go park the car or whatever it is that he needs to do. And then I'm there with the mom. So she's always supported throughout the whole labor. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember the exact numbers, but I, I read somewhere that having a woman, just physically having a woman in the room, you know, shuts down the rates of cesarean. Like it, it drastically reduces that occurrence just by having a, a, yes. you know, a helpful woman in the room there. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. It's really amazing to me. Um, so, so the mom is in labor, you're there with her. What are some of the top techniques that you give to that mom? I know you mentioned earlier, you know, positioning or massage, like what are your top, top techniques? Um, after many years of practice, I feel like the um, simpler we keep it, the better it goes. Um, so I often say that my voice and my hands are really, and water, <laughs> water is a great support, um, are our go-to um, tools. I'm a Reiki practitioner, so I bring in Reiki, um, which is a gentle hands-on relaxation technique. And so I've worked with the mom prenatally. I bring it into labor. We also have the diffuser going. So aromatherapy comes into the labor room with us. Lots of couples will make playlists. So we've got Mm -hmm. some music going and we're creating this really lovely and calm environment. I always pull the shades, turn off the bright lights um, and really protect the space. You know, sometimes nurses or even housekeeping will come in during the labor and leave the door open and you hear the noise in the Mm -hmm. hallway. So it's my job to 
really protect the space and um, so that mom can do what she needs to do. Um, yeah, we do positioning. I always recommend a birth ball because that can be very helpful. Um, I've brought in a rebozo, which is essentially a piece of cloth that can ease mom's discomfort, particularly in the hips and the lower back. Mm -hmm. uh, and relax her shoulders. So I do a lot around the facial muscles, the throat, because we know the throat is connected to the birth canal and pelvic floor. So using these various techniques to help mom stay relaxed so that she can find her rhythm and fall into a ritual mm -hmm. and be present, really. That's so interesting. I, I have never heard of, of bringing in Reiki to a labor. Oh, I think that's fascinating. Yeah. And what's, what's really cool is that we're laboring and the nurses come in, the medical um, personnel come in. They're like, wow, it's so nice in here. Can we stay? It smells yeah. so good. Yeah. 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 You really do change the energy in the room. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. amazing. And it is true. Like once once you do get into that rhythm, it's almost like you're in a meditative state. Like, yes, you're rising and falling with the pain of the contractions, but it's almost like you're in a trance in a lot of ways. I mean, at least that's how I felt when I was really, you know, when I'd really hit yes. that flow. Yeah, that's the ideal state you want to yeah. be in. Yeah, and I think it does take, you know, you have to do the work to get there. It's not like you can just say, okay, I'm going to get into this state. Like you really do like with the essential oils and the, you know, the water and the massage, like it takes, you have to work to get there. But right. then once you're there, it's like, Ooh, okay. And then you can really do what you're there to do. Yes. Even in the hospital setting. Like that's what I love too. Like I never wanted to have um, a home birth just because mm -hmm. of the mess. <laughs> um, and I liked having, you know, just in case anything happened, I was right. like, but to be able to tra to transform, you know, a pretty sterile, bright, noisy hospital room into mm -hmm. a peaceful setting like like that's that's amazing. And I think you know, so many more births would end positively, and you know, not with intervention needed. If if more women were doing that, so thank you. Maybe you know, someone hearing this will go like, okay, that that's giving me some good ideas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my next question is you know, you do both, you do, you know, the pre-labor and then labor and then also postpartum. So what's the difference between a labor doula and then a postpartum doula? Because I know there's like the certification even is a little bit different. Right. Well, I consider myself a um, birth doula more than a um, postpartum doula. Um, mm -hmm. Although I have definitely supported some of my mom's after baby's born. Um, so as a birth doula, we're there prenatally for education, support there during the labor and the birth. I do see my um, moms and couples once after the baby's born. So I go back about a week after the birth and kind of check in. Um, so we have an opportunity to process the birth. And if she needs any referrals, I'm there, again, as a resource. Postpartum doulas really come into the home and they might be in the home, oh, anywhere from 
10 to 25 hours a week. Mm. And they're there to help support breastfeeding, um, infant care, and they might even do some things in the home like baby's laundry, make some meals. So every, I think every doula, whether she's a birth doula or a postpartum doula, we have our specialty. Some mm-hmm. postpartum doulas really focus on nutrition, which is so important, especially yeah. if a mom is nursing. Um, so that's the difference. And maybe somebody um, hires a postpartum doula to be there with them three weeks, maybe three months. It really is very individual. Wow. The postpartum doula is different than a baby nurse, which is generally someone who sleeps in and helps um, during the nighttime hours. So with again, me. I feel like you're coming back to like the doula is really there for the mom, not so much the baby. I think so. I think so. Uh, The mom first primarily, and then the family more Mm -hmm. globally. Well, it's almost like you help out the mom first, and then the whole family will benefit because of that. Like once you lift the mom up, she can, she can help everyone else, which is what she, you know, does anyway. But wow, it's just, I can't stress this enough. Like having the support of another woman in those early days and during that labor is transformational. Like, I feel like my experience as a new mom, like it wasn't easy. It was rough, but just having that set me off on such a correct course Uh to be able to be the best mom I could be. And to feel like, you know, I was being taken care of by an expert and someone who, you know, wasn't, wasn't like, it's almost like having a counselor, you know, someone you can just talk to and, and rather than like a family member or friend who you feel might be judged, like you might feel judged, like, Oh, I'm not being a good enough mom. And, you know, my mom is judging me or my friend is judging me. But when you have a doula, it's like this presence that understands that you don't really know what you're doing and that's okay. And they're there to support you. Like it's, it's magic. Like it's so great. And I really wish more women would take advantage of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know some women, their moms, it depends what culture they're coming from, but um, so as a New York City um, resident, we have a lot, you know, we, we're a melting pot. And so we have um, people from all over the world and their moms might be living, you know, hours and hours on the, right. you know, across the ocean, whatever. And they come and they stay for like 30, 40 days. Mm-hmm. And the mom's job, the new mom's job is to be in bed bond with baby, nurse baby. And that's all she does where, and then her mom is taking care of the home, other children, um, and all of that. So the postpartum doula serves in that role. And Mm -hmm. I've been with new moms and we've just sat and she's cried for an hour or whatever, you know, because the hormones are raging all over the place and you don't know what you're doing the first time around. It's a little, um, you know, it's all brand new until you, yeah. until you get your footing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And again, like your partner is in the same boat as you, like they will try to support as much as possible. And, you know, it's really adorable. I love watching new dads, like, especially, you know, my husband was hilarious to watch. And then like my little sister just had a baby like two weeks ago um, and watching her husband kind of step in and change diapers and do all these things. And they don't really know what they're doing yet, but I'm sure by now they're they're fine, but I love that. And so, yeah, like it's, nobody's driving the ship. You need someone in there who's going to say, Hey, try it this way and not, you know, be 
bossy or controlling, right. but really just calm and supportive. Like, I love that. I think it's, that's so yeah. special. So um, it kind of, I always end my interviews this way. I always end it with the same question and it can be what we talked about in this interview, or it can be talking, you know, anything about your life. Um, but what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? Slow down. Mm. There's no rush. Um, as, as a mom, I, you know, there's so much, we have a lot of responsibility in the home, taking care of our children. And um, sometimes I think we um, get caught up in the tasks. I know I did. Um, and really to just stop, pause, take a few deep breaths, you know, and enjoy, enjoy the ride. Um, because that's all we have, you know, whatever moment it is that we're in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely use that <laughs> reminder. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. So um, if people have any questions or they want to work with you, if they're in New York, um, how can they find you? Oh, um, they can find me by coming to either Facebook or Instagram or my website. Um, my business is called Doula Support NYC. So pretty easy to remember, Doula Support NYC. My name is Stephanie Radler, and they can text me, call me, email me. Um, however, it's best to get in contact with me. Feel free. Yeah. Awesome. Well, now I'll be in the show notes, too, for anyone listening. Um, but thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for educating and supporting and helping women through this crucial life experience. Um, yeah, I know people listening, like you have changed their lives just from bringing in the awareness that there are other options, you know, in the birth experience. And there are women out there who are trained and who know how to support new moms. So thank you. You're welcome, Liz. Thanks for your time. And doing what you do. Oh, yeah. Well, getting the information out there so that moms can feel empowered and um, to make informed choices, the right choices for themselves and their families. Absolutely. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks, Liz.